Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to CEO podcast. I'm your host, Murray Newlands. I am delighted to be joined by Alex today. Alex, please introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Alex Cooper. I would just want to thank Murray uh, for having me on your podcast today. This is great. Murray's been a great friend of me for, uh, when I was in San Francisco. So I'm just really happy to see him again um, back in Canada. Um, and what do I do? I work for Footprint Analytics, which is kind of your one-stop shop for anything data-related on the blockchain. Um, as in, you want data? I got you. Uh, you like making dashboards but don't know how to code? Guess what? I got you. So that's what I do. I'm the community manager, and I've uh, dipped my toes a little bit into the BD department at Footprint. I've been there now for almost almost a year. Crazy, wow. almost a year now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm back in Kelowna, just doing my community management, blasting out workshops, blasting out Twitter Spaces, and blasting out podcasts. Um, like I said, happy to be here, Murray, and thanks for having me. So. Give us a little bit of depth. So why do I want your tool? Like I am in Web3. What are, give me like two or three specific use cases why I, why, why I want your data. Well, the first use case, and this is most important, is we got all the data, right? We got 22 chains. Let's compare it to Dune. Dune's got 10 chains. Let's compare it to NFT Go. They have six chains, right? So when you're looking for in-depth data across a variety of chains, well, Footprint should be your one-stop shop. Like I said, 22 chains we cover now since we've added uh, 17 new NFT marketplaces. We cover over 670,000 NFT collections. So you can get data on any of those collections and actually make metrics on them without having to code, which is sweet. And not only that, we're the most comprehensive GameFi analytics provider out there. Uh, we have almost 2,000 games. Uh, we have cool cool metrics like retention rate my favorite i love retention rate we got cross-chain analysis oh and i geez you said two to three i'm not four um <laughs> we said uh address analysis footprint has a really in-depth address analysis you can actually take an address and build out a whole profile seeing what kind of tokens they're holding what kind of nfts they're holding um what chains they've been yeah, doing transactions on all this fun sort of stuff. And you could do it all at Footprint. And did I say you could do it without any coding? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's a great start. And, um, you know, we're trusted by a lot of um, already well-known uh, names out there. We just released a wash trading report with CoinGecko, which was huge. Awesome. Um, we just got a, a grant from Kronos. Um, so, you know, Kronos has been retweeting all of our dashboards. I've been loving that. Um, and yeah, so we just got some big things coming up, especially in the new year. I'm really looking forward to seeing the direction that Footprint goes um, and, you know, just the amount of depth and different metrics that we're really going to cover. It's going to be amazing. And so what are some trends you're seeing in Web3, given you have all this data? Um, well, besides everyone losing money, uh, <laughs> but like one of the best trends I've been seeing is actually GameFi, right? Um, even though... In 2021, uh, GameFi was still the most uh, invested in niche in Web3, right? 2022, GameFi funding was down, but it's still the most funded niche in Web3. And now going forward, you know, and we're looking at active users too. Let's compare active users. Active mm -hmm. users are still hot on GameFi. Like we're looking yeah. at, say, Alien Worlds. They're getting about... 200, 150, 200,000 active users a day. Splinterlands, 130,000. And then we got some of the smaller games on BNB still, still crossing about 40K active users a day, um, which is pretty good. 
um, considering, you know, tokens aren't really going up in game five, right? Um, there hasn't been a ton of new changes. So these games that have these active users have a formula that's working and it's working well. And the trends that I've been seeing um, is I'm going to see, we're going to see a ton of mobile games be uh, released in 2023. Um, especially um, we're going to, and we're going to see adoption through these mobile games because uh, we don't know. Another trend I've been seeing too, Murray, is um, a lot of infrastructure protocols like Stardust, for example, where they're taking traditional Web2 studios and yep. there's a, hey, you just focus on your game. You make the game as good as possible. We do everything else, right? You want to get on the blockchain? We'll, we'll bring you on to Polygon. We'll bring you on to Ethereum. We'll bring you on to whatever chain. And we'll do your tokenomics. All you got to do is just click, oh, and... You know, if you want to bridge to other chains like Immutable or something like that, don't worry about it. We got you. Just focus on the game. And I think this is going to be putting a lot of heat on the Web3 Game 5 protocols have been doing it all to release a really good game. So I think the pressure has been be put on to these devs um, to really kind of compete for releasing the best game because the competition is going to be crazy. And another trend I'm, I think we're going to see as well is NFT collectibles, um, more like loyalty systems. Yeah. Like, you know, you see Starbucks uh, did that as well. They tried to um, do a blockchain loyalty program. And, and if you think about it, it kind of just makes the most sense, right? You don't have to worry about people photoshopping your coupon and bringing it in or, you know, using other people's accounts or whatever kind of loopholes people could think of all kind of get eliminated when we throw loyalty programs on the blockchain. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy to get my little Starbucks token uh, right into my phone so I could buy a little double-double or whatever, whatever I'm thinking of, right? So that's kind of the trends I'm, I've been seeing. Um, you know, we're looking at NFTs. NFTs have just been down as a whole. I don't think we're going to see much in the way of PFPs. Maybe utility story-wise niches will come out, but and as a whole for NFTs, unless Unless you already have a big community behind you, I don't really see too much of an emergence of it, um, especially um, now that we have our wash trading uh, metrics at Footprint. It's really easy for us to take new projects being released and see if the owners themselves are just fighting up their data. Because, you know, for example, Jimmy Jimmy Yacht Club or some of uh, this new one that's coming out, 800 followers, but they got this insane amount of volume. You know, we plug that into Footprint. You know, we can check, take a look and see if it's being wash traded by the owners of the collection or not. And I, I think, too, with more and more articles coming out of wash trading and how big of a problem it is in the NFT industry, I think it's going to turn a lot of people away from NFTs for a while, unless they do some sort of um, major rebranding, right? Did you know, like, 42% of all trading vol or all NFT trading volume on Ethereum has been wash trade. Wow. Like that's a, that's Crazy. a ton of, that's a ton of flooded volume. So um, it's definitely interesting to talk about. And uh, I'm curious to see how, what kind of solutions uh, there will be in the future to fix it. But to see what, uh, do you have a crazy story from last year? I guess so. Um, Murray, I don't know. Have you ever met my boy Vinny? He comes to these meetups sometimes. He's at Turkish yeah. Duke. Yeah, Vinny. So me and Vinny, we became great boys. And uh, we're talking. I was like, man, I really want to go to a Giants game. And he's like, I've never been. I don't even know how baseball works. I'm like, perfect, dude. Let's go. Well, I'll teach you. And then we'll just have this experience. So we're going. We go to the Giants game. And I'm outside the stadium. And it is Dodgers Giants game. All right. Great game. I know it's going to be a little rivalry hitting it. So I'm talking to this guy outside. His name's Stanley. I'm like, hey, Stanley, you know, like, 
how's this rivalry? Tell me all about it. I'm curious. I'm trying to get into the game. I'm trying to get all fired up for this. And he's like talking to me about it. And we're having a good time. And I was like, Hey, well, see you later, Stanley. I'm getting my tickets. See ya. Um, so halfway to getting my tickets, he calls me up and he says, Hey, get your tickets yet. I was like, no. He says, well, I got two extra and I guarantee they're better than yours. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Put down the phone. Didn't even get to line to pick up my tickets. I just ran right back. <laughs> Turns out Stanley gave me uh, these tickets. that was perfect right by in the foul ball zone. But I got perfect view of the pitch. It was actually in the field club entrance. I had to go through the field club entrance, Amazing. went underground. Yeah, and we just, me and Vinny, it was our first MLB game. And we're, <laughs> we're I got my first MLB hot dog. That's off the bucket list. And, and we were just hanging with Stanley. And it was great for the whole game. And it was crazy. I mean, those tickets are probably worth like 400, 450 bucks. And <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine afterwards. And then, yeah, after that, it was just like, what a story, man. Like, especially for our first game ever, oh, yeah. me and Vinny just have an experience. Because just being able to see the pitch perfectly, it made me, it made me so much easier just to explain the rules to Vinny. Explain the rules of any, but yeah, man, it was sweet. I was like, could not believe it. After like San Francisco is one of those places, man, where if you if you just go up and talk to people and have a good time, you're gonna experience some crazy things. I've never San Francisco is a city that I've never experienced. I've never experienced like before, man. It's just awesome. I'm you're getting me all getting me all uh, missing it right now. Getting me all sentimental. Fantastic. So. Tell me uh, a few cool projects that uh, you've seen as well. Well, um, well, uh, since we're talking about the Bay, let's talk about some cool projects that I've uh, solved um, or experienced or talked to in the Bay. So yeah. my first one, I love DCN Network, right? DCN, um, they're based out of Oakland. They're, uh, they try to be a 24-7 crypto news. Those guys, when I first came down to the Bay, they took me under their wing. Uh, they brought me onto my first podcast. They're an amazing company, and they're doing a lot of great things. They're trying to bring NFTs to events. So you just type in your phone number, and you get an NFT related to whatever event is going on with just texting, which is great. I think it's great for onboarding. Yeah. they got a lot of cool things going on. Um, another one that I like is uh, Chain Fuse with Victor. Uh, I've been talking to Victor from Chain Fuse a lot. He's my boy. He's great. Um, what they're doing is they're doing one-click deployables. So essentially, you can just type in how much of a collection you want, what chain you want it, one-click, boom. you got an NFT uh, collection released on any chain. You just upload right. a picture, say how many of them you want, bang, which is sweet. I love that. Easy to use. We, yeah. A barrier of entry for NFTs has been removed for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, Chain Fuse has been really great. Um, <clears throat> We all know Renee. I I have to shout out Renee because Renee is like someone I have never met before. Truly, truly a unique, eccentric individual. I love Renee. He's amazing. And I have to shout him out because his grind and his hustle is purely one of a kind. And I is amazing. I, I I have so much respect for Renee and the grind he's putting on Verse XR, trying to bring, you know, AR to everything. Um I got to give him a shout out as well. Awesome. Gage, Gage as well. You know, Gage. Yeah. Uh, crypto Fantastic Gage. Guy. Building an amazing community. Yep. Ama he's doing great things as well for, um, for the crypto community. And he's bringing a lot of cool things on the blockchain. You know, yeah. um, I don't know if I can say it here, but if you're curious about what he's doing, make sure to talk to Gage, man. He's really one of those guys that brings people together in the Bay. 
And then, of course, let's end it with Felipe at Atlas. Dow. He's a great guy. Yeah, Felipe. God, uh, I remember my first ever event in San Francisco I went to was at Atlas. The first person I ever saw was Felipe. First thing he ever asked me, hey, do you want a free beer? I knew this guy was going to be awesome as soon as I heard that. <laughs> and then I've ever since then, it was just like Atlas three, four times a week, man. I really He's think done so like, much. He's yeah, done so much between two. I, I almost like, I don't, you know, I'm Murray. I don't, I don't want this to discredit you at all, but I like to always think of Felipe too, as like kind of like a little bit of the glue, right? You, oh, know, yeah, you and Felipe sure. are like the glue, man. Thank for you. This, Thank for, you the, yeah. for the Bay area crypto. It's like, cause you guys just, force these events and force people to come together and everyone just has a great great time i've like yeah you know amazing so atlas dow and felipe you guys keep killing it and then uh, i guess i guess i got one more person to end it with murray newlands let's show you out as well everybody listening obviously uh knows about murray he's the man um and yeah thanks murray um that's that's who i kind of want to shout out um i hope i didn't go over my limit of people i could shout out but no no that's that's awesome thank you for uh yeah, some amazing people in the in the Bay Area, and uh, and some amazing shout-outs there. And then, how can people help you, Alex? How can people help me? Yeah. Well, if you got a data problem, you come to me to help you. That's helping me, okay? If you have okay. a data problem, anything kind of you're looking for for analytics, or you want to do some address analysis, you want to track your users, essentially any kind of problems you have with data that's evolved or involved with the 22 chains I got, come to me. That would be really helpful to me. I can get you set up with a pro account, show you kind of what our data, how in depth our metrics can go, um, and just kind of show you the endless possibilities of what we can do with data. It's pretty crazy, you know, how versatile and how many problems can be solved just through data. So it is is really crazy. So if you guys want to help me out, um, just come to me for help, I guess, with your data needs. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then how do people reach you? How do they actually connect with you? What are your contact details? Oh, oh great. This is my time to shout out my LinkedIn. Please, if you guys uh, want to reach out to me, follow my LinkedIn, uh, Alexander Cooper. If you can't find me, you probably won't because there's a lot of Alexander Coopers out there. Go to our fo- uh, LinkedIn footprint analytics profile and you'll see me working there. Or I run the Twitter. So you can always follow me or follow me at footprint underscore data on Twitter. Send me a DM. Chances are I'll be the one responding. So you can reach out that way. We also have a discord, which you can find on our Twitter profile. Tons of ways. Um, um, but yeah, you know, uh, the only one I'm going to limit it to is I'm not giving out my number today, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but all those other avenues, you can reach me through there and I'll be happy to help or just chat. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Murray, thanks for having me, buddy. It's a blast. I'm Murray Newlands. You've been listening to the How to CEO podcast. See you next time.